Just don't F me up. Hello. Hello and welcome to the shit show. And a shit show it really is today. That's this right. Is, people are in for a treat today. We're pretty looped up. Pretty looped up. Not on anything fun. Just no. a, a severe lack of sleep. Uh severe that's right this is just don't f them up a podcast by two moms who are also therapists who have no idea what they're doing and today we have no idea what we're doing virtually anywhere we're not even successfully talking to each other and we <laughs> are um we talk all the time mm-hmm. but today we made eye contact and decided <laughs> For background, Miranda's kids have been sick for seven and a half years. Yep. Severe fever, like 104, like, sorry. It's been a fun couple of days around here. Awful. And your kids don't sleep anyway. Correct. One of them has a legitimate sleep disorder that has been diagnosed, so. They got diagnosed? Yeah. He has advanced phase sleep disorder, meaning his like natural clock is he wants to go to sleep early and wake up early. Like he's just like off. What? What do they do for that? Oh, they told us a whole bunch of things to try that don't really work because then they basically you try to keep him up later so that he'll sleep later, but he doesn't. And then he's just cranky and tired and way harder to deal with. Yeah. I've seen him fall asleep talking on FaceTime. There's no keeping him up. Yep. Yep. He just will be like mid-playing and then conk out. And go lay down and be like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you guys do a sleep study? No, but we did an, it's called an acti- actigraphy, actigraph. It's a little watch that they have them wear every night from like an hour before they go to sleep through the night and then an hour after. Okay. And it tracks like movements and stuff. I feel like it's like an adult Fitbit, but um, they track all the movement and how much he's waking up at night. And then they said his sleep was like, well, the average wake-ups he had was 50, and abnormal was 51. And oh. so he was, like, right on the edge. And she was like, it doesn't seem like it's, like, apnea based on the symptoms. So a sleep study wasn't, she's like, it wouldn't really do anything. Plus, kids don't sleep well when they're in the clinic trying to sleep anyway. Right. Um. So, no, she did that, and then we had a bunch of meetings where we just talked about stuff, and then she was able to diagnose from that is it like lifelong I don't know it could be but she said a lot of kids will grow out of it eventually okay so hopefully before long yeah he's so chronically tired but he's also anemic and I think so far I'm approximately $78 deep into iron supplements that he hates and won't take. 
Oh man. Those do taste like bukkake. Yeah, but even like even the gummies and the everything. I can't get him to take any of them. Yeah. He and doesn't so really like eating anyway. No, he doesn't like anything. So I've been trying really hard to like apparently if you cook with your cast iron, that gets a lot more iron in food. Okay. So I've been trying to cook with that and I'm trying to hide veggies in everything that I can. Yeah, you've done like the you send me Snapchats of some of the things you've made with that bulk mac and cheese genius mm-hmm. the quesadillas you've made yep i try to keep like carrots and i'm behind on doing it but like carrots and spinach and sometimes some other things just like i steam and blend and freeze in an ice tray so then i can just like have blended up fruit to put it or blended up veggies to put in stuff genius so, like, on the quesadilla then i just spread carrot on it yeah and they can't taste it or it looks like cheese yeah i just did they like those little mini naan breads from yeah. costco and i put carrot the blended up carrot and alfredo sauce and just mixed it in and put garlic and cheese and bacon bits on it and they thought that was like hendrix was like this is my favorite i love <laughs> this so much like he was into it so oh my gosh that is phenomenal. I know he's not getting a ton of veggies from it, but it's better than what he was getting before, which was absolutely zero. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. unless there's, like, does it count as a vegetable if you eat McDonald's french fries? Because he eats a shitload of those. Oh, I mean, depends on who you ask, right? And so we're asking us and we say it's a vegetable. Perfect. He eats a lot of veggies then. Oh, a fantastic. Lot, a lot of potatoes. I, rem- I remember you guys were thinking about doing a sleep study but we were both like how do you do a sleep study with a kid adults yeah. even have a hard time with yeah. sleep studies so I think it was that watch was like the main okay and then we met with the person virtually for a couple of hours Oops. yeah and did you do the nose surgery no well he had his tonsils and adenoids out okay and- yeah his adenoids were really, really large, um, which I think probably contributed to some of the bad sleeping, like as a baby and toddler. Like mm-hmm. he's been my worst sleeper of all of them. And that's saying something because my kids hate to sleep, mm-hmm. drink all the caffeine until drink. it's time to drink wine. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. <laughs> Gotta stay alive to keep them alive. Uh, you ha- you guys have had a lot of sleep struggles too, mm-hmm. like uh, similar to what we have, the waking up at three or just that phase before, right? You had tonsils and adenoids out, but before yeah. that was the like, just not sleeping at all. When Maddie was a baby baby, she slept really well and she was a big baby. So she was born at six or ten six and mm-hmm. they were like well bigger babies don't need to get up as much to eat so you're gonna have to wake her up to feed her and I was like I'm not doing that yeah so she slept and she thrived and it worked for us so mm-hmm. I don't know like I pre- maybe I shouldn't say that like you should listen to your medical professional's opinion but I didn't so mm-hmm. whatever 
I mean, it's not like you're not listening to anything they say. It was using your best mom intuition for that specific issue. And if you get to a point where you know your baby and you're like, okay, yeah, you don't, you're sleepy. You're not not waking up because you're lethargic and you're just right. You're just sleepy because you're not hungry yet. She was eating so much off the bat too that like Mm -hmm. when we were in the hospital we were using donor milk because I couldn't keep up and I was literally pumping every 45 minutes in the hospital and it wasn't I'm an undersupplier but even still with like she would just eat like one good bottle and then she would nap for like an hour and a half and then Mm -hmm. she'd eat like a good bottle and her feedings were easy and quick like she did a really good job Mm -hmm. with eating and sleeping like literally your only job as a human baby she gets an a plus a plus i i literally remember when she was like maybe three months old (laughs) this is like a tiny tangent but i i really have been struggling with spirituality for like the last like 10 years And at three months, I found myself praying and thanking the Lord that she was doing like such a good job sleeping and eating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like when everything switched. Because of the fucking four month sleep regression. That's the worst one. Four and one year and two years are have been the worst for us. Oh, that's what's going on. Oh my God, that is, that's what, why didn't I think of that? That's what's going on. Oh, the two year one, that one, la- you know, when you Google it and it's like, that can last up to one week or four years. They're like, oh, yeah. really? What a safe range. You meteorologist. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. Sleep regression. We'll get to that, but okay. So that tangent aside, Maddie was d- doing great with sleeping and then like, she started snoring and it would like it got like progressively more severe to the point where like we could hear her from her bedroom Mm -hmm. so I think she had slept over at my parents house and my mom was like she is like a choo-choo train like all night and like that's when we started like kind of monitoring like is she breathing enough and then she was just like she was sleeping but it was a very light sleep mm-hmm. she was waking up she's always been an early waker but she would wake up it just got like earlier and earlier she didn't want to sleep whatever and so I was like asking around to other people and had the tonsils and anoids out and they're like oh it's such a process when you go in they're gonna want to ask you a bunch of questions and they're gonna do a bunch of tests on her and I was like oh this is gonna take forever yeah we saw this doctor Oh, it was the best doctor. I liked him so much. He took one look at her adenoids and he was like, they're at least four times the size that they're supposed to be. Oh and he was like, God. literally, it was like a two minute appointment. He was like, when can yeah. you, he, we scheduled surgery in that. And I was mm-hmm. like, we're going to do this in a couple of weeks. Like I was expecting this to be like a months long yeah. process. And uh, yeah so we did the surgery it it wasn't that bad like it's like a week of like a hard recovery for her but then but it wasn't 
for me, for us, it was not the miracle sleep fix that I was hoping it would be. Yeah. We, I think we thought it was like the miracle because there was such a contrast of like, she was sleeping two hours straight Mm. and we were like, oh my gosh, this was it. Yeah. But now that we've like gotten used to this new, like she sleeps for two hours and she's up and wants to play and she sleeps for two hours and then she gets up and she wants to play. Like, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a fight or flight response happening for her. If there's some sort of like nervous system dysregulation with like ADHD developing or like, I don't know how that works, but I don't know. You should talk to the people. You should get her in at children's sleep. It was not too hard of a process. I can't, I think you have to have your pediatrician send a referral and then they'll schedule with you, but it was really helpful. And like, just having a sleep person assess it, the sleep has not gotten very much better, but mm. being like, yeah, like he literally has a sleep disorder. This isn't just behavioral. He's not just being an ass. Yeah. It has been really helpful for my patients. Yeah. Like you can't help it. Right. And like right. a medical professional met with us twice and monitored your sleep over a two week period and told us that mm-hmm. but like she may she might really benefit from like some meds or something to like yeah. get her some sleep and like you said okay <laughs> my therapist brain was thinking you're like yeah sleep wise emotionally she's a wild card same with Hendrix maybe because they don't get enough sleep right. they're fucking emotional and out of their minds like 92 percent of the time yeah I think that's why they connect so much because they, when we go to the cabin, they both want to get up at four o'clock in the morning, go right to the dock and go fishing. Like Mm -hmm. nobody Mm -hmm. else wants to do that with you, but they, it's, I think it's really nice for Maddie to have somebody else who is like on the go all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has to be a flight response or something because they don't, there's no way they can have that much energy all the time when they don't sleep well yeah like they're so tired but also they're wild feral severe it's severe that's all the like all the things that we've tried the list it well it's ongoing because now I'm going to call children's sleep, but yeah, we've tried yoga before bed because mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, she, she just loves to run and jump and be active. So I thought, oh, this is maybe a happy medium. Like, let's stretch you out. <clears throat> You're still moving a little bit, but maybe it's like also calming. Yeah. We still do it. She loves doing yoga, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really like calm her body very much. Yeah. Yeah. We've tried, I mean, okay, so going way back, Maxton was my best sleeper, infant-wise. Like, would only get up once or twice. My boys, on the other hand, both went through phases where they were up eight or ten times in a night as infants. And, like, I would get to the point where I would be so exhausted I would just cry. Mm -hmm. Like, in the middle of the night, I would just hold them and cry because I was like, I just never get to sleep and it's never going to end and this night is 14,000 years long. (laughs) But I try, I feel like I tried all the things, adjusting 
their bedtimes. Like some, some things say if they're waking up a bunch, then they're too tired. So you need to make their bedtime earlier and then they'll sleep better because sleep breeds more sleep. Okay. So we'd try that and I didn't see any difference and we would try like I was nursing them both so then I was like okay well maybe they're not getting good and full so like I'd nurse them and then I'd give them a bottle of formula and like pump them full of milk and then they'd still wake up in an hour and a half and like whatever and I I'm not gonna lie the sleep training for infants I sucked at (laughs) I even when I, this is just a personality thing for me, I think. I cook, I bake, I whatever, I get out a recipe, and it's more of a suggestion yeah. for me rather than like, and turns out when you bake, that doesn't go so well. So I don't, I don't, I don't bake very often because I don't want to be told that I have to put exactly one cup and one half cup of such and such. Mm-mm. Nobody tells mama what to do. No. So, that I think was part of it is like, oh, you must watch for X, Y, and Z sign. And then when that thing happens, you must immediately start your bedtime routine. And your bedtime routine must be this, then this, then this, then this, then this, then this, then this. And then you put them to bed and then you only go back every four and a half minutes. And when you go back, you can only touch them for 13 seconds, not a second more. And then you have to ninja roll and slowly (laughs) creep out of their room and not come back for another five minutes even though they scream and whatever you do do not pick them up Mm -hmm. only pat them on the butt lay them back down like I yep couldn't do it and I couldn't the the physical discomfort listening to them scream yes was more than I could handle and my husband was like just go just go then and I'll do it like whatever and I was like no I can't I can't it's I'll I'll just get up because (laughs) at six months old in my opinion I was like they don't understand they don't get why I'm not coming they're upset and I just couldn't do it and I know tons of people do it and it works so well and they are like how could you not because now we're sleeping and it's lovely and wonderful and amazing and I that's I'm proud of you good job that's under the assumption that you are of a sound mind. Postpartum mind is so controlled hormonally. You are sleep deprived. When you are not thinking in your frontal lobe, and your frontal lobe is where all of your executive functioning happens. So mm-hmm. pros and cons, making decisions, math. If you do Sudokus, that's your frontal lobe, all of that. That is not online. When your baby is staring you in the eyes, screaming bloody murder, reaching for you, mm-hmm. there something comes over you. Mm-hmm. I'm picking my kid up. And then I also, <laughs> I gaslight myself too, of like, they're only going to be this little for so long. So uh-huh. suck it up and cuddle them in the rocking chair. And pros and cons. I mean, I've done this to myself, obviously, because I can't handle it. I cannot, I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. I wish I'm I weak. could. I, yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could have, and mm-hmm. I wish I still could kind of, because we still have 
If you're in the two-year impression. My God. Listen I'm laughing with you because so was Emma, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was saying before we started recording. So she's been sick. So like the one night we were upstairs a lot of the night because her fever got up to 104 and I didn't mm. feel like I could just put her in bed and walk away from that. So That's too scary. Yeah. We were like watching the only show that she will watch booba the worst show in the creation of all shows the creator of booba i could throw hands okay. <laughs> i'll help you but so then we spent the night in the living room and then in my bed so then last night she doesn't want to go in her own bed cries and cries and cries and so we were rocking and then she was just so upset wanted to go out 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 and i she isn't super clear speaking yet and also pretty much always has a pacifier in her mouth <laughs> because because I'm just not ready to fight that fight yeah and so I was like what you need to go out for what what do you need out and she was like snack and I'm like you want a snack yeah and I was like oh my fuck and so I was like well here's my choices I teach her that we can leave this room when she wants a snack. Yeah. Or I text Cody and I was like, can you bring down some puffs and an applesauce packet? Because she wants a snack. So then we laid there and she was so happy. At one point she was like, <laughs> and then she waved at me, like laying there eating a snack. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fooked. Like, I'm so fooked. And if she's looking at you, happy done i'll give you whatever you want i don't care mm -hmm. i already give you every like the reason i work is to buy you presents but also if you want to snack, fucking have a snack man yeah i mean we've only been trying to get you to sleep and by we i mean me for <laughs> at that point i think it was like an hour and a half and i was like okay, okay. Let's take a break from bedtime and just have a snack. Have a quick snack. Have a quick bite. Why not? You know? Whatever. I've already learned so much. Last episode, I've already been using Love & Logic stuff. And I'm Same. I'm getting outsmarted more than I care to admit. But either there are wins. Mm-hmm. Outsmarted. Outsmarted. Why do they have to be so smart? Why do they have to be so smart? That's, That's such a... It's like your dream, right? Like, oh my kid is like a perfect ACT and they're going to Harvard. Fuck no. I don't want them to go to Harvard. No. That sounds terrible. That sounds so expensive and far away. And... That's too far away, yeah. You can thrive at the U of M. Yeah, why don't you go to nature school and live in my backyard, please? <laughs> <laughs> See if that happened, why not? Also, go away, but also come back here. <laughs> go away, but go to nature school in my backyard. <laughs> you just go to school already, but in my backyard so I can watch you. Like, I want a little break, but I also want you close to me all the time. But mm -hmm. also, not. Puddle, but don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Need me, but don't. Stop talking, but there's no sweeter music than your voice. We sound like psychos. We're just psychotic today. <laughs> if if anything, 
So a really popular one we've talked about is the Ferber method. Where you go in, do your bedtime routine, put them down. And then if they cry, like you have to feed them, whatever, put them down awake. If they cry, you go back after a certain amount of time. And then it gets a little bit longer and you Mm. go back and a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Um, And you're, uh, I don't think you're supposed to pick them up. I think you just go back in comfort Mm. and let them know that you're there and then leave. I lied. I did the Ferber method then. I tried it, but honestly, going back and not picking them up made them more pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like it was worse to go back in. Mm-hmm. There's the cry it out method. That's a thing too. So like, yeah, if I it's tried got it. a name, it's legit. Yeah, I tried it. Like I said, I was very uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. it did happen sometimes. Like the monitor volume would be down yes. on accident and I'd wake up in the morning and be like just sick to my stomach I'm like mm-hmm. I didn't go all night mm-hmm. but they, I would wake up and they'd be asleep and fine right happy to see me when they woke up but I was like did you have a night from hell I don't know I don't know did I instill trauma in you I don't know not sure that's the whole thing too mm-hmm. that's and if you have multiple kids like there's going to be a time where someone's crying, but you're with the other one. You can't mm-hmm. just leave the other one to go help the other. Like, there's, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, last night I had to do some of that. Like, Maxton would not go to sleep. And I, like I said, it was like two and a half hours of trying to get her to sleep just the initial time. And so during that, I had to go check on the other two and Hux was having a hard time falling asleep last night too. So she had to just lay there and cry. Right. And even he was like, I don't, I don't like that. She's just crying in there. And I was like, me either. But like, I'm with you right now and I'm going to go back and whatever. He's so but sweet. I don't, I can't, I'm trying to think of the other methods. Like, I know there was a lot of methods. There's one really popular Instagram one that I've heard a lot of people use that's, like, really paying attention to sleep cues. I did one of those, like, hour free Zooms or whatever with awesome Mm. little sleepers. Mm -hmm. She came up with, like, an acronym of, yeah, like, cues to watch. And then yeah, it's, like, a whole routine. Yeah. Um, the thing I got out of that though that was is helpful is um it's like a laminated piece of paper and it has like tabs at the bottom. And uh-huh. when they complete the bedtime routine task, they get to put a Velcro star on the uh-huh. task they did. And they really like doing that. So they go through and like do their PJs, do brush your teeth, brush your hair, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. it's like a game to get to put the star on that's I, cool I liked that I am happy for all of the help that's out there now I feel like now there's a lot more stuff than like even when Huxley was a baby like there just wasn't that it was just like well your grandma says yeah <laughs> She just blah 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 and Cody would come home from work and be like well my work people say you just have to xyz and then they'll learn and then they'll sleep and I just 
it's all a shit show. I feel like, and this is not to dog anybody or anything or any of the ways, I feel like either your kid sleeps decent or they don't. I don't feel like it's anything that we are necessarily doing or not doing. Like, are there things that are helpful? Sure. And like, help teach them healthy sleep habits and a healthy sleep routine? Yes, absolutely. And I don't know the science behind this, so I could be totally wrong. But I think your kid or your baby either sleeps or they don't. And no matter what we do, no matter how much we watch cues and we're this and we're that and we're adjusting, they're either going to sleep well or they're not. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of like, as, as our profession even is developing and there's more awareness, especially with kids. There's so many more diagnostic criteria going into different symptoms. And I mean, they're even having a sleep disorder and like mm-hmm. having a name for it. Like some of that stuff is so new, like cause some of these behavioral, um, I don't think it's a diagnosis. I don't know what to call them. These nope. they're putting a name to some of the behavioral oh, sure. concerns that kids have. And it's helping people get. IEPs and 504s and like Mm -hmm. obviously there are enough people struggling with some of these things that we're putting a name to it and the name allows an access for services which I don't know how new that is but it's helpful Mm -hmm. well and we know the insurance game like if you're going to get any services covered by your insurance, it has to have a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. It can't just be this poor family and this poor kid are experiencing these symptoms. The insurance company is basically like, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. So because they don't No, they literally don't. And so (laughs) the skeptical cynical part of me is like, well, probably a lot of these diagnoses that were, developing are to play the game of insurance companies so people can get the services that they need Mm -hmm. like so that's such a good point which also brings us into like again having resources having privilege Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I know of someone who is very wealthy and paid for a sleep coach for infants she's based in New York City they paid for her to come essentially live with them and trained their babies how to sleep and I don't actually know what the training sounds like it sounds Mm -hmm. like she's the one that gets up with them in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. that's fine like I'm not if you have the resources to be able to do that fantastic like Hopefully mm-hmm. you're having a lot healthier postpartum life. Yeah. That is just like one end of the spectrum. Though. Like night nannies are becoming a thing where mm-hmm. you literally just hire somebody to do nighttime with your kiddo. Mm-hmm. And that probably does create a lot healthier atmosphere. I, yeah. If I had the resources, I would also like miss 
some of those moments because there's so many times where I'm rocking mm-hmm. one of them and I just like smell them and I'm like I can't be mad about being up with you for mm-hmm. a couple hours because mm-hmm. you are cuddled into me whole like when they hold on to you in the cuddle too mm-hmm. and then you you smell that it's just like mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the other side of the spectrum is like shift workers or people who have to work multiple jobs and your kids sleep whenever they can because Mm -hmm. you have to sleep and you sleep whenever you can if possible Mm -hmm. and everybody is so different so different this country is a great example of how one thing doesn't work for everyone because access to services resources finances are so drastically different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even like you're saying like even a daily schedule right like some people's days don't have to start Mm -hmm. I know this is gonna sound really radical to the two of us because of our kids and our lives but like some people don't have to start their day at three four five a.m like they and their children can sleep until like eight o'clock eight thirty in the morning our school district doesn't start until nine they start school at 9 15 wow which for people who sleep in a little bit i'm sure (laughs) fabulous for us it means i've put in a five-hour day before dropping them off at school yeah and then you have to go to work Mm mm-hmm yep yeah our this we are lucky because our bus pickup would be it's gonna be like a little bit after seven but I'm afraid that like the year she starts taking the bus she's gonna decide to sleep in for sure for sure I was just listening to a podcast today about um like how you wake your kids and I was like, this is so, f- what do you mean you have to wake them? I like, literally have never. You have to, you have to go wake them up and then they won't get up? Like, what? It's the other way around. My kids yes. are trying to wake me and I'm like, go away. Yeah. It's the middle of the night. It's still yesterday. It's not today yet. I try all the things. I'll give mm-hmm. you some money. Go back to bed, please. <laughs> There's no, they don't want anything from you. They just they want to get up. Gosh, darn it. One thing that's helped is we got one of those clocks that turns green when it's okay to come yep. wake us up. That yep. has been probably over six months of green means go. You can come in. Red means don't no. come in and tell me that the clock is still red. <laughs> so the clock has backfired. <laughs> the clock for a while there was like, but she's into it now. Like, oh, literally, we are, I don't remember how many days in, but maybe a week ago, we told Hendrix if he could wait in his room until his clock turned green, that we would pay him some money. <laughs> and- <laughs> Because he's been really into like earning. I paid them, I paid them five bucks each to my boys to get flu shots, and it was 
the most smooth appointment I've ever been to in my life. It was worth every fucking penny of that $10 to give them each five bucks. They, Hux always does, but Hendrix historically has thrown a giant fit. It's like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going. I have to hold him down. He freaks out afterwards, the whole thing. Climbed right up, pulled his shirt up, cried for a second, and then was like, now I get five bucks. So motivated by money fine we're like if you can stay in your room until your clock turns green for seven whole nights cody said i would give you 10 bucks and i was like i would give you 20 bucks and instead of it just being 20 dollars total then hendrix went with dad's gonna give me 10 and mom's gonna give me 20 sure sure so he has 30 bucks on the line for seven days of sleeping in wow i think he's done three all right and it's not sleeping it's this morning at i think it was 4 55 i could hear him yelling for cody dad <laughs> dad he didn't come out though and he waited until six awesome wow so wow. even if it cost me 30 bucks a week i feel like it's worth it oh my gosh yeah because think about the money you're saving in your own therapy yeah caffeine whatever you use to cope you're saving money there (laughs) this is there is like a cost analysis to every decision you make as a parent Mm -hmm. Mm. affordable versus unaffordable oh yes we tried love and logic with sleep actually so i said for if you want to go trick-or-treating with your buddies for the next four days, I need you to not come in the room until the clock is green. Mm-hmm. And immediately remembered that Megan said you have to follow through with consequences. And mm-hmm. I was like, that was way too big of a consequence for our first try. Mm-hmm. But it's something that she's been looking forward to and really wants to do. Yep. So that actually worked. The ways that I'm having trouble is finding things that she wants enough or cannot resource herself to find Mm -hmm. or use as a consequence. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, oh, I told her if she did something that I would take her for a special lunch at Kane. She loves Kane. And she didn't do it. And I was like, well, I'm really sorry. That means that we can't go to Kane's for lunch. She's like, that's okay. You're going to feed me anyway. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Because I have to feed you food. So food is not a good one. Broccoli. Feed her only broccoli. I should have done something evil. But the trouble is, they know where the fucking pantries are. They know where the fridge is. Hendrix is so goddamn ballsy. He will literally be like, I don't like any of this food. And he'll get up and walk over to the pantry and like pull out something else or to the fridge or be like, I'm just going to have yogurt and milk and a cheese stick. Yeah, which is what they want anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you can't win. Yeah. They don't sleep. They only eat shit. Yep. You don't have any control. I don't know. That's a good question for Megan when we follow up is not only do we need examples, we also need specific examples for consequences because that's mm-hmm. where I'm struggling. It's it's like. I mean, I think 
what I, what we try to do often the consequence is me freaking out and like yelling <laughs> at them and being like ah! oh <laughs> but what I try to do is have the consequence be that you didn't earn the thing that you want that's the consequence you you wanted to do whatever and you didn't do your end of it so now we're not going to do that thing oh yeah that's a good point because that was one of the examples she used was like well I'm not going to be able to take you to park because you got me up super early and I'm too tired Mm -hmm. like I don't have to come up with a consequence at that time Mm -hmm. yeah because the consequence is they don't they don't earn it yeah Oh, yeah, because then you eliminate the power struggle. If you're just like, I'm asking you to do this, I'm asking you once. And mm-hmm. if you don't follow through, then something you want to do later. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. I torqued that up a little bit. It's hard. I mean, yeah. because if I'm being honest, I would like to have consequences for them. I would like to be like, yeah, well, fuck you right back. And <laughs> now you get this. Yeah. Because that's what, I mean, it's like, learned right because in our day and age that was popular for our parents our parents mm-hmm. were taught to use consequences in parenting so it's mm-hmm. going to be natural for us to think like you didn't do what i want so i'm going to give you a consequence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i realized my mom was using love and logic before it was cool because your shot reminded me of this when you paid the money yeah. My mom said if I did a strep test, and I have such a gag reflex, I just hate. Yeah. If I did the strep test without freaking out, she would buy me a Snow White Barbie. That was the last princess I needed. Yep. I freaked out. Punched a lady. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's go get my Snow White Barbie. And my mom was like, no. No you didn't Mm -hmm. do the strep test and Mm -hmm. you harmed another body so Mm -hmm. oh I remember I'm I'm almost 36 years old and I still remember that you have to do what you say you're gonna do or you don't get the prize at the end of the day Mm -hmm. what's the first barbie I bought my daughter damn it man that's hard I was Madeline. Yeah. Yeah. Every time she does something, I'm like, oh, okay. Where'd you get that? Uh, there's me. <laughs> it's me. Turns out I was a, I was, am a real jerk. Cause my kids act <laughs> just fucking like me and they're unpleasant AF. Well, that's not true. You are one of the kindest, most thoughtful humans. You don't let people fuck with you. True. <laughs> but what if it's my kids? That's where I run into trouble. Yeah. Fuck with me all the time. And I have to be nice to them so I don't give them trauma. We should put that on a t-shirt. I have to be nice to them so I don't give them trauma. <laughs> I don't want to give them a trauma. <laughs> oh my uh. gosh. What? What a great episode. Sleep, uh, more of the story. Sleep is hard. We don't know what we're doing. If Keep you trying. or any, if you have a connection to some sort of sleep, sleep, sleep oh God, this tired is hitting. Oh. A connection to a sleep specialist. 
hit us up. We'd love to interview them to save our lives, but also to help the other people. I mean, and at this point, I'm open to magic, witchcraft, and wizardry. <laughs> um, uh, we could hypnotize them. Like, I'm open to any and all of the things mm-hmm. in order to increase the sleep. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the moral of the story is just keep swimming. <laughs> but people who have kids older than us say it gets better uh yes Huxley did sleep he had trouble falling asleep last night but like it was like 7 30 this morning and he still wasn't awake all right so that's like kind of great and I did I did go and check he he was alive because whenever anybody sleeps past like you know, six. I'm like, <gasps> what's going on? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you check on them, you open the door, and then they wake up, and you're like, son of a bitch. My anxiety yeah. woke you up. I'm sorry about that. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Oh, man. Hey, thanks to everybody who's been listening to this. You, you do you. not know how much that means to us when we mm-hmm. look at our podcasters app and we see that people listen. Man, thanks. Makes my heart warm. Thanks. We're hoping this is helpful for someone somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just an hour of joining in on our bullshit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because clearly looking at the episode today, I feel like maybe it was an hour of bullshit, but I'm still here for it. Yeah. Yeah. for it and if it doesn't help anybody it helps us so we've got that going for us Mm -hmm. that's the point of a hobby uh we've got a lot of cool interviews coming up we've got Mm -hmm. a NARM therapist we've got a trauma-informed therapist that works with adoptees and foster parents we've got a doctor so many play therapists I'm super excited to learn about um play therapy because there's so many different options same i am a literal er doctor is gonna come on talk to us about when do we take them in when can we Mm -hmm. stay home and save our money yeah what remedies actually work how much should you shoot tylenol in them there's so much we're just excited we're excited to learn um if you like learning and you like to listen to us bullshit Continue to check us out. Just mm-hmm. don't F them up on Spotify, Apple, and coming to you on YouTube. Ooh. You could also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just don't F us up. Uh, F us up. <laughs> We're already F'd up. Just don't <laughs> F them up. Them referring to your offspring. And maybe <laughs> other children you have access to. Be good to yeah. all the kids. Yeah. Give <laughs> us that five star. You know, because this is clearly, this is five star content. We need five stars and we need you to follow us too because you're the only thing keeping us going. are feeling good about ourselves it's all on you guys so yeah <laughs> no we've pressure. got a lot riding on this <laughs> no pressure and yeah we're therapists and we know how unhealthy that is okay yeah we got it we don't okay. need a lecture <laughs> 
All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.